there's somebody right now that you feel the manifest presence of God all over your body and it's almost like you second-guess this God thing you you almost said I don't believe that Jesus thing or I don't believe that God thing and even as as you singing in the spirit all of a sudden you feel something on your body that's the presence of the Lord and God have had me say to you right now I hear the Lord say this that that which has happened to you was not me for something happened to you in your childhood I don't know if you're watching on TV or for India but I can hear the word of the Lord that you're blaming you've been blaming God for something that took place to you or something that happened to you but I can see it in the spirit right now and it's I, I see you blaming the Lord thinking that God did this to you that this happened because of him that it was him he allowed it to happen and I declare this to you that the thief cometh to kill steal and destroy but Jesus came so that you can have life and have it in abundance I can I can see it in the spirit so so clearly you've been blaming the Lord and it's been making your heart so hard and the Lord is touching you right now and the Lord is healing your physical body right now and he's making you new right now <laughs> you've been feeling so dirty you've been feeling so unclean you've been feeling like you're secondhand almost that you're you're just some old rag <laughs> but God is washing you right now he's cleansing you right now and as you feel him upon your body he is making you completely new he is restoring your physical body it's almost as if I hear miscarriage <laughs> God is restoring your body right now in Jesus name what was once old he makes you new right now what was once dirty according to your own confession he makes you clean right now just allow him to minister to you I believe that God is touching people in such a unique way tonight in different ways that's right and I don't want you to get distracted just get your eyes on Jesus wherever you're watching get your eyes on the Lord he knows you he sees you that's right he loves you he hasn't forgotten about you and what has happened to you does not define you what has happened in the past does not define who you are. That's right. His word defines you. Thank you, Jesus. And God is making so many people right now. I hear He's making people new. New, new, new. right now in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Jade, what's in Jesus your heart? Name. There's someone watching right now. And you have this feeling of unworthiness. And as Niall has just ministered, I want you to know, child of God, that you were created in the very image, in the very likeness of Father God. And as you were worshiping and having that love encounter with the Most High God and still having that encounter, 
Just let him wash you. Let him wash you with his love. I see this, I see you sitting there. And as these tears are falling from your face, you're saying, Lord, I've done so much. I've done so much to hurt you. Am I worthy? And I hear the Lord saying to you, child of God, that you are worthy. I died for you. I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I have come that you may live this life victoriously and no longer live in defeat. No longer live with those insecurities, with those feelings of inferiority, with those feelings of feeling like you're never going to be good enough. He's not forgotten about you. He's not changed his mind about you. And even now, you're feeling it happen. There's something happening on the inside of you. Let, him, let the Lord heal you. Just release those things, those things to him. You see, the Lord just wants your surrender. There's so much, and he's doing a new thing through you. But as you surrender what it is that you've been holding on to, this is what I hear in my spirit now. Someone has been molested. You were hurt as a child. And you've carried that hurt. You've carried that pain. And you said you'll never love again. The Lord's healing you now. That's His love. Let His love just envelop you. It's a flood of His love. His love is filling your mind, it's filling your heart, it's filling your body. Let His love just fill you now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Just let that joy be restored in some people's hearts. Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit. Jesus. All who call upon the name of the Lord not might be saved. They shall be saved. All who call upon the name of the Lord. See, it's that name. It's that name. That's above every name. Thank you, Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right where you are, just say Jesus. 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 <laughs> just say it. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> See, it, there's power in that name. It's the name that's above every name. It's the highest name. <laughs> See, when you just say any other name, it doesn't carry, it's just another name. But when you say Jesus, thank you, Jesus, something begins to happen. And the Bible says, all those that call upon the name of the Lord, of the Lord shall be saved. 
they shall be saved. See, His name is above your circumstances. His name is above your past. His name is above your background. His name is above your skin color. His name is above your bank account. His name is upon the car that you drive. His name is above it all. His name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, His wonderful name. Just right where you are, I want you to begin to say Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Just begin to repeat that name. Jesus. Jesus. Yeshua. 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 Messiah. The Christ. The Anointed One. Emmanuel. God with us. Son of God. Son of Man. Jesus. See, he came to seek and save that which was lost. And there's so many people that are tuned in tonight, and there's people that are in this room right now, and the Lord is calling you back Come on. to complete commitment. I, 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 I can, there's such an anointing. And you know, often that you just hear preachers and pastors, they say that, but tonight something different is happening. Something is changing. And God is calling people back to complete commitment so that when they're completely committed, He can use them in such an unusual way. And you know, one thing I've really begun to learn about the Lord is that He will do the unbelievable with the unlikely. That's right. Come on. He will use the unlikely to do the unbelievable. That's right. He will use the unlikely to do the unbelievable. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. He will always choose the ones that are completely committed. That's right. See, you can't serve the Lord half-heartedly. That's right. He calls us to complete commitment unto Him. You, Jesus. And you know, the, the word that the Lord gave me to share with you tonight, which I don't think I'm even going to get to, which is perfectly awesome, it's fine. Because the Spirit of the Lord is moving and God knows how to do His job better than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is the best teacher, the best comforter. And we've just got to yield to Him. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. But God spoke to my heart and He... He said He's calling us to be sold out for Him, to be sold out completely. That's right. Because when you're sold out, and I'm speaking to every person that's in this room and every person that's watching me at home, yeah. wherever you're watching, listening, however you're tuning in, God is calling us to be sold out. Because we've got to recognize that when we're sold out, you'll never sell out. That's right. When you're sold out for Jesus, you will never sell out to the devil. Come on. When you are sold out to his word, you will never sell out to the world. Come on. Come on. But only you and you at home 
Only you can decide whether you're going to be sold out or whether you'll sell out to the world. See, the Apostle Paul, he demonstrated this to us. He was a man of God who was sold out for Jesus. You know, he says in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verses 6 to 7, he says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And he makes this reference again in Philippians 2 and verses 18, I think. It's either 17 or 18, but he makes reference to this again where he says, I'm being poured out as a liquid offering. See, our life is the best offering that we could ever offer to God. <laughs> it's the best seed that you can ever sow. Think about that. The best seed that you can ever sow is your life. And that's what God's calling us to. To completely be sold out for Him. Because you'll be faced with many opportunities. And hear me closely. You'll be faced with many opportunities. People that are at school. To sell out to the status quo. To sell out to being the cool kid. To sell out so that you can do cocaine so that everyone can look at you and say, wow, you're so cool. You know, I was at school with people and they, they try to convince everybody it was so cool to do drugs. You know how many of them are dead now? And do you know what sits in my heart is that I never preached Jesus to them because I was so afraid. I was so ashamed of what everybody would think about me. I decree upon every person in this room and every person at home, no matter how old you will be, no, how, no matter how old you are, you will not be ashamed of the gospel. In Jesus' name. See, Paul, he said something so powerful and it's something that we quote so often, but he said in Romans chapter 1 and verses 16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed. I don't care about being humiliated by people. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because Paul had a revelation and understanding that Jesus is the answer. That's right. For the wages of sin is death. That's right. But the free gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, it's a gift. That's right. Make sure you're not keeping that gift to yourself. Come on. A gift is not to be kept to yourself. A gift is to be given. Jesus said to the disciples in Matthew chapter 10 and verses 8, freely you have received, freely give. That's right, come on. <laughs> See, the Lord convicted my heart so badly this week. Not badly, but so good, so goodly, so badly. God asked me, when's the last time you won a soul now? Come on, man. Yep. See, we've taken soul winning and made it an event instead of a lifestyle. Yep. Every person that's listening to me right now, I want you to think to yourself, when's the last time you won a soul? When's the last time that you preached the gospel to somebody, not at church? This doesn't count for me right now. I'll say this, and I'll say this with boldness. I don't believe that even when I'm standing here and I pray the, which I'm gonna do, and when I pray the salvation prayer and people give their life to Jesus, I don't believe that that's accounted to me. I believe that God has called me to go out and to win souls. That's right. And that will be accounted to me. Come on. See, we've got to make Jesus' last commandment our first priority again. Come on. What was the last commandment of Jesus? Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost. That's right. It's time to get going. Come on. 
It's time to open up our mouths and declare that Jesus is alive and Jesus is the answer. And not everybody will receive it. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But Jesus is calling us to be sold out for Him. That's right. Jesus is calling us to be sold out for Him. If you're sold out, I want you to write in the comment section, I'm sold out Come for on. Jesus. Sold out. If you're in this venue, I want you to say this, I'm sold out. I'm sold out for Jesus. For Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm sold out for I'm Jesus. Sold out for Jesus. He is calling us to be sold out. You know, now as you were sharing, I'm just reminded of this text in Mark chapter 10. The story of that we know so well of who we, who we know today, who, 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 it's interesting, we, we label him blind Bartimaeus. But <laughs> he's, not blind. he's no longer blind. And in verse 46, it says this. Then they came to Jericho, Mark chapter 10 verse 46. And he was leaving Jericho with his disciples. This is Jesus. Understand Jesus in his earthly ministry doing the work of God, doing the will of the Father. Mm. This is what it says. And a great crowd, in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. <laughs> How many people have you walked past this week? That's right. How many people have been crying out for Jesus? That you've just thought, it's just a beggar. Jesus died for that person. That's right. Now, this is not to condemn you, but this is, let the Holy Spirit convict you. Mm. Verse 47 says, And when he heard it, that it was Jesus, our son of the, Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And in the Amplified Classic, it puts now in brackets. Now. You know, every single person, even though you, you may walk past them and just glibly remark, look, it's just a beggar. They're crying out for Jesus. That's right. And you know the beauty of it in verse 48. And many, the Bible says, and many, severally censured and reproved him, mm. telling him to keep still. Yeah. Shut up. But he kept on shouting. You see every person that you're walking past and the Holy Spirit speaking to you and telling you, child of God, speak to that person. They're crying out for Jesus, the solution that you carry. You son of David, have mercy on me. And he kept on calling. And Jesus stopped. Verse 49. See, if Jesus stopped, who are you not to stop? Who are we not to stop? And said, call him. And they called the blind man, telling him, take courage, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off the garment, he leaped up and came to Jesus. You see, when you answer the call of God, those of you in this room and those of you watching right now on television, when you say, Lord, I'm ready to be used by you, the garments that those people carried, the labels that those people carried, those insecurities, the sickness, the disease, as you obey and do what God is calling you to do, verse 51 says this, And Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Master, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go your way, your faith has healed you. You see, the blind, the deaf, the mute, the bound, the depressed, the anxious, the fearful, 
you have the answers, child of God. Because as Jesus is, not as he was, as he is right now, seated in all power, in all authority, is as you are in this world right now. And that has got to be the conviction that you carry as a child of God. Because if Jesus, stopped, if Jesus didn't stop a blind Bartimaeus, we would still know him as blind Bartimaeus today. But Bartimaeus is not blind. <laughs> he could see because of what? Because Jesus decided to stop. And Jesus is encountering you tonight. You know, <laughs> when you said that, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. Romans 8.18 says this, or 8.17. It says that we are heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. Jesus is a soul winner. You inherited being a soul winner. You have to. You inherited the love that He carries for people. Therefore, we have to carry the love of God to people. We need to see people the way Jesus sees them. Before you got saved, the person who shared the word of God with you didn't see you as what everyone else labeled you as. They saw you the way Jesus sees you. The greatest murderer, pedophile, sinner, liar. Jesus died for them. Jesus died for you. The Bible says, all sin is equal in His sight. You can't say I'm better than this person. No, Jesus died for each and every one of us. And every person that you walk past, that you seemingly hate, that person that you are holding a grudge against, Jesus died for them and has a plan for them. You have a voice. You carry Jesus. You are co-heirs with Christ. If Christ was walking this earth, what would He do? He would save souls. He would heal the sick. He wouldn't care about coronavirus or gender or race. Whatever it is, He would go out, win those people, advance the kingdom of God, get people back to what they were created to be, children of God. That is who you are. You are a co-heir with Christ. I want to take you to this portion of Scripture back to the Old Testament, but it is so significant with everything that you have all said. But I need to read to you from verse 20. So Deuteronomy 6, verse 20 to 23. So stick with me. I need to get you to the end of this. Deuteronomy 6, verse 20. When your son asks you in time to come, what is the meaning of the testimonies and statutes and precepts which the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, we were Pharaoh's bondmen, in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and evil, against Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his household before our eyes. Now, listen to verse 23. And he brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore to give our fathers. So God was bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt to where? To the promised land. God has brought you out to bring you in just like he did with the children of Israel. He's brought you out of the past, brought you out of that sin, out of that bondage to bring you into what? His kingdom. 
What does that make you? His children, His ambassadors. So everything that was just shared here right now, that is your job to do. But just like the children of Israel, as you read on, they spent 40 years in the wilderness, a place they were just meant to pass through. They stayed, a whole generation passed that didn't enter the promised land. I think it was a trip that was meant to take 11 days. I may be corrected. But they spent 40 years. Are you going to spend 40 years in that place where you were at, not stepping into where God has actually called you to? that promised land, you don't even have to wait 11 days. You say that prayer right now, that salvation prayer. God is calling you. You walk in it right now and you say, God, I am your child. I am an ambassador for Christ. I am going to go out and bring others to the knowledge of you because that's what I've been called to do. Heal the sick. Win the lost. Do just as Jesus did. He's calling you. He's brought you out so He can bring you in. And you are stepping into it. It's for you right now. Right now, today. Salvation is now. Come on, that's right. And if you would like to give your life to Jesus, wherever you are in this venue, I want you to close your head and bow. (laughs) Close your head. Close your (laughs) eyes and bow your head. Come on. thank All of you at home, I want you to do the same. Close your eyes and bow your head. Thank you, Lord God. I want to ask you a very real question. Yeah. If you had to die today, mm. where would you spend eternity? Thank you, Jesus. If you had to, you, wherever you went right now, maybe in two hours' time, if you had to die, where would you spend eternity? Because just as heaven is real, so is hell. That's right. And there's a very real eternity. And you see, we must come to the time. It's, the time is now. We must come to the place where we're not wasting time anymore. There's a call to complete commitment tonight. There's a call to be completely sold out for Jesus. Come on. And Jesus said, whoever calls upon, or they said, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's right. You've got to believe it in your heart. Confess it with your mouth. So if you had to die today, I want to ask you this question where would you spend eternity do you know do you know that you know that you know that you would be with him absent from the body present with the Lord if you don't know for certain you need to pray this prayer with me tonight and make certain And maybe it is that you're watching this right now and you know for certain that you would not go to heaven. You know that you're living a life that you shouldn't be living. You know that you're running away, that you've drawn back, that you've, you've grown weary and that you've actually turned away completely from God and you know that that's you. This is your very moment to pray that prayer and to make your life right with Jesus and come back to Him. He'll never push you away. He is here right now knocking on the door of your heart waiting for you to open it up. So that you can receive him and maybe it is that you're listening to this right now and you're just in a place where you just don't even know you're uncertain yeah. is the word you're not sure you don't have to be uncertain you can be certain tonight thank you, Jesus. it doesn't say you might be saved it says you shall be saved yes thank you father this is your moment right now to make your life right with Jesus to sell out everything to him thank you Lord. That's right. to be so sold out for him that you will never sell out to people's opinions or people's 
feelings or what people say about you or what they're trying to declare about you, you'll be so sold out for Him. This is your moment right here and right now. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer after me real quickly. Say this, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe. That you died for me. That you died for I me. Believe I believe. That you died for me. That you rose again. That you rose again. I believe. I believe. That you're coming back again. That you're coming back again. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. Of all of my sin. Of all of my sin. I turn away from it. And tonight, I choose to serve you. I repent of all of my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me. Cleanse me. Let me never be the same. Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. I want to speak in other tongues. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That I'm born again. That I'm born again. That I'm a new creation. That the old is gone. And behold, the new is here. In Jesus' name. Everybody says, Amen. You are a child of God. In Jesus' name. Rejoice wherever you are. And if you're in this venue, I want you to clap your hands. If you prayed that prayer, put up your hand. If you gave your life to Jesus tonight, put up your hand at home. Put up your hand in the emoji section. In the comment section, if you gave your life to Jesus, write in the comment section, I am saved. Praise God. Praise God. The devil lost another one. That's right. Come on. The devil lost another one. (laughs) Hallelujah. The devil lost another one. Another defeat for the devil. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> you, know what, you know what excites me about knowing that another soul has come to Jesus? Not only heaven, not, not only is all of heaven rejoicing right now, but you in your home, as you've given your life to the Lord, you've made a fresh commitment. You in this right. place, making a fresh commitment. I tell you everything. The Bible says, behold, all things have become new. That's right. That means the old you is no longer you. I'm new. Look at yourself. I mean, you smell God. yourself. You, you smell different because you're no longer carrying smoke. You're carrying the mighty fire of the Holy Ghost. That's that right. means wherever you go, you carry the fire and you carry the new in Jesus' name. It's exciting. Praise God. Praise God.